You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey guys, welcome back. If you've listened to the past few episodes, you may have noticed I've been slacking a little bit on giving a Christian hip-hop reference or giving Christian hip-hop really the airtime it deserves on my podcast, but that nonsense ends today. So we are just jumping right in, and at the beginning of today's episode, we are going to start off with a little throwback Tuesday, going back to around 2008 to one of Lecrae's older songs from a song called Just Like You. Okay, so this song, if you listen to it, the first part is where he's talking about all of these people that he looked up to in his life that taught him from a young age how to act by just just watching them, just observing them. It's a really, um, it's a really good like heart check for you if you have kids or younger siblings or really anyone that looks up to you. It's a good pause and think about what am I actually teaching the people that are looking up to me? Like what are they looking at me and seeing? Um, but then towards the end of the song, the chorus, he shifts from looking and talking about these people in his life that looked up to him and, or excuse me, there's a shift in the song where he shifts from talking about people that he looked up to in his life to talking about Jesus and looking up to Jesus and the good things that Jesus taught him. So I'm just going to read to you the lyrics of the very end of this song. Like I said, you can listen to the whole song later if you want. It's called Just Like You by Lecrae. But the end of it says this. I want to be like you in every way. So if I got to die today, unworthy sacrifice. But the least I can do is give the most of me. Because being just like you is what I'm supposed to be. They say you came for the lame. I'm the lamest. I made a mess, but you say you'll erase it. I'll take it. They say you came for the lame. I'm the lamest. I broke my life, but you say you'll replace it. I'll take it. So I just want to pull a couple of those lyrics and talk about those because that is what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about us looking up and being like Jesus. The first or the last few podcasts that I have done have really talked about and focused on not looking at other people, but looking at Jesus and being like him. And this just kind of reiterates that. And so we're going to dive more on this topic. What does it actually look like to be like Jesus? So one of the lines that I love in this says, because being just like you is what I'm supposed to be. So in this, he's talking about Lecrae's, is talking to Jesus. He's saying, being just like you, Jesus, is what I'm supposed to be. But if you really like think about that, that's a really tall task. Like, wow, think we are supposed to be like Jesus. How can we do that? Are we really supposed to do that? Is that a thing that the Bible talks about? I looked it up and it does say that. In 1 John 2, 6, it says, The one who says he remains in Jesus should walk just as Jesus walked. So what that's saying is that we are to be like Jesus. The rest of the rest of that chapter in 1 John 1 and 1 John 2 talks about 
people that maybe say that they love Jesus and say that they they know him and have a relationship with him, but then they don't act like him and they don't do the things that he did and the things that he would want them to do. And so it goes back and forth between that. And we, if we really love Jesus, we should want to be like him, right? That's how we know if we are really in love with Jesus and really working towards him. But that can feel like a big weight, right? Like how are we as humans supposed to be able to do that? How is this possible? Well, I think that the last line of this song helps us understand that. The last line says, I broke my life. You say you'll replace it. I'll take it. And so there I think we see and we just are reminded that our life is messed up. Right? We cannot rise to this task of being like Jesus. There's no way that we can fully be like him. And so what happens is we give our lives to him and Jesus gives us a new life. Right? We, yeah, that sounds good. I'll take that. I can't be just like you without you, but you can help me be like you. Okay, I'll take that, Jesus. That sounds good. Right? Christ gives us a new life. The vision of Ezekiel that comes up in the Valley of Dry Bones, if you went to Passion a few years ago, they really talked about this a lot. I've heard numerous preachers preach on this, but it's a beautiful word picture in Ezekiel 37 um, about a valley of dry bones where, where God gives Ezekiel a vision of this valley and everything is dead and it's lifeless and they're just bones. There's not even skin or tendons or anything. And the Lord says that he is going to speak life into them. And so from there, we see the Lord giving these dry bones new life. So there's nothing there. And then there is, there's life. He creates a new life. And that is a picture of what happens for us whenever we become believers. We get this new life. We don't just become a better version of ourselves, but we are new. Behold, the old has gone and the new has come is what it says in Romans. And this is so important to remember when we start thinking about how should we be like Jesus, right? And we can get caught up in thinking sometimes that we are beyond hearing the gospel. And if you're, the gospel can be one of those words that we kind of know what it means, but we also kind of don't know what it means. But basically the gospel just means the good news. And what is the good news? Well, the good news is that Christ came to save us. And sometimes I think that Um, especially I know for me when I was in college specifically, there were times whenever I would go to church or I would go, I would turn on a podcast or I would listen to someone preach and, and they would just talk about Jesus and how he saved us most of the time. And they kept tying things back to Jesus and they kept bringing back up salvation. And I remember just the pride in my heart thinking, man, I want to get deeper than this. And I do think that we need to dig into scripture and that we need to to want teaching to help us fully understand scripture better. But we are never beyond hearing the gospel. We should never go a day in our lives without reminding ourselves of what Jesus has done for us, of the fact that we can live like him and we are to be like him because he has given us a new life. The day that we are beyond hearing the gospel, the day that we think we don't need that anymore, the day that we think 
we don't need anyone to remind us about what Jesus did. And that has no impact on us hearing and being reminded that he took our sin. He died for us and he's given us new life. The day that that means nothing to us. That's the day that pride has moved into our heart, sat on the throne of our heart and made itself real comfy. And so if you catch yourself thinking and hearing, man, why do they keep talking about Jesus? And you're you're a Christian, then that might be a time where you go to the Lord and say, "Whoa, where did that thought come from? Like why did I why did I have that thought? Lord, I want to know more about you, but I never I never want to ignore Jesus and I never want to forget salvation and the gospel and what that means to me. Um, the whole story of the Bible is about Jesus. This whole thing is about Jesus. And so we should never want to move past or get beyond Jesus because that's what it's really all about, is about Jesus. So he is the one who can help us be like him. Something that I've started asking myself in my decision-making process is how would Jesus respond? Okay, I know that's like if you're a 90s baby or around that time. I think they, the WWJD bracelets actually maybe made a comeback at some point recently, but um, the What Would Jesus Do movement, I know that's cliche and over over-marketed, but really, what would Jesus do? How would he respond in this situation? We really have to to train ourselves and to ask the Holy Spirit to to help us think like this in order to be like Jesus. Because it's one thing to just say, I want to be like Jesus. I'm becoming more like Jesus every day. My goal is to live for Jesus and live like him. But then like boots on the ground, what does that actually look like? Well, it looks like daily making decisions the way that Jesus would make decisions. It means that we know how he would respond in certain situations. So that means to know how Jesus would respond in a certain situation, we actually have to know Jesus. Like think about someone that you're really close to. Based on your knowledge of them, based on the amount of time you've spent with them, You can probably think about how they would respond in certain situations. Maybe your spouse, your girlfriend or boyfriend, your kids, your parents. There are certain situations where even if they're not there, you know exactly how they would respond. Like, for example, my husband, Brandon, I know how he will respond if he sees a chocolate muffin. Like he is in here listening to me record this and he has a smile on his face because he knows that he cannot walk past a chocolate muffin and it not affect his life, right? He is either going to eat the chocolate muffin or he is going to be sad the rest of the day because he did not get to eat the chocolate muffin, right? And Brandon knows how I will respond when I hear someone mention eating at Chewy's. He knows that I will either want to eat at Chewy's or I will be sad the rest of the day if I do not get to eat at Chewy's, right? I I know that if my brother, like if I text my brother, Ryan, sorry, Ryan, I'm outing you, But if I text my brother and say, hey, what are you doing at this time? Like, what are you doing next Saturday? I know that he is not going to tell me. I know that he is going to respond with why or I don't know why, because he's waiting to see if he is available, right? I know that anytime I give my mom new information, she's going to ask 20 questions. So I just get like mentally prepared, right? You get the idea that the more that you know people, the more you know about them, you know how they're going to respond in certain situations. So when we spend enough time with people, 
because of our prior knowledge, we know how they will respond even if they have never been in that specific situation before. And that's what I want to focus on, right? So we need to know how Jesus is going to respond. But I've said it myself. I've heard other people say, how does Jesus respond to this? I wish I could open up the Bible and see how does Jesus respond when a kid acts like this in my classroom? Because in the Bible, it doesn't ever talk about Jesus being a teacher at Fayetteville High School, right? But it does, we do see Jesus in different situations. And so we study the, not just the the surface level things of the Bible, but we go deeper. My pastor, um, Nick Floyd, talked about at church this past Sunday, he talked about Jesus responding in gentleness and how one way that the one thing the Lord is teaching him is that for him to be like Jesus, he needs to grow in gentleness, right? And so we see that the example he used is how Jesus responded in the garden whenever he was arrested and Peter goes and cuts off a guy's ear and Jesus, instead of drawing a sword, he goes up, picks up the guy's ear and puts it back on, right? He responds in gentleness. Well, a deeper look at that situation, think about the situation, okay? Think about the videos that you have seen circulating the internet of someone getting arrested. Is that typically a calm situation? No, right? That is typically a very chaotic situation. But even in that chaos, we see Jesus responding gently. So though Jesus may not have been exactly where you're at, he has been in, say, chaotic situations. And he responded gently in that situation. And so that is my encouragement to you is to figure out who Jesus is so you can be like him and be who you were created to be. The next few episodes in my podcast, we're going to look more in depth at this. Who is Jesus? What is he like in certain situations? And how does this apply to our life? Because ultimately, we don't want to put on an act like we're Jesus. We don't want to act like it. We want to be like him. Because when we are like him, then we can be who we were created to be.